love to talk. So they made a podcast. And that's why we're here. To listen in. And what's it called? It's called Banter Buddies. Welcome to episode 17 of Banter Buddies. The show where you call in, we listen, and try our best to not make fun of you. It's Banter Buddies. We're back. Brian. Hello, hello, hello. Neil, it's a pleasure to be speaking to you. We were in person. Now we could be in person, but we're like, let's just be in our own houses and talk over Zoom. Yeah, I had a good time uh, two weeks ago recording, uh, you know, in in the in the studio in the office uh, with you. I wonder we didn't really get much feedback from people who noticed a difference. So I don't know. I think the show was about the same length. Um, but hopefully no one really knows the difference other than the fact that we tell you what's going on. Maybe we're just good at talking into the abyss at each other, you know. Yeah, we have lots of practice. You know, just we're up out. to we're up to episode seventeen here, as I just said, and only one of those was in person. So seventeen? Yeah. I, I didn't even listen to you talk. That's great. That's uh, you know, on a every other week basis. That that gives us uh, thirty four we've been doing this show for thirty four weeks. So uh that's that's pretty good. That's, that's pretty math good. right there, Neil. That I did is math. Yeah, I know my times tables, I guess. Times uh, tables. Time. I wasn't sure if we'd make it this far, but we did it. I didn't know. Is I times thought, tables? That's plural. Times, times, times ta- tables. Times table. Uh, times table. I feel like it should probably just be table, like a times, like a, not like a time spreadsheet. Tables. Times. Yeah. T- wow. We're have to get to that's the bottom like, of that's this. That's like when you say ketchup too much, too many times. You know, you just start thinking like, what does this word even mean? Well, and times tables is tough because it's two plurals. And and I don't even know. It's it's uh, that's a tough one right there. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hear from uh, some teacher folks. Let us know what they say, or maybe you don't do that anymore. Maybe that's one of those things that people always talk about. Of like math is different now. Like you don't do math like that now. I've heard you know? people so, talking about how math is different. Yes, we are. It's the same, but how it is executed is different. That's right. You can't change math. The, the numbers the numbers go together. They you they can't produce, change math. No, the the numbers when when adding up numbers, subtracting numbers, multiplying numbers, the result is always the same. But yes, like you said, the the, the way you get there, it's a little bit different these days. Facts are facts, Neil. Let's go. Oh, yes, absolutely. Well, um, Brian, speaking of uh, speaking of school, that's uh, that's kind of part of what we're doing here today on the show on Banter Buddies. Every single week, uh, every single episode, excuse me, we, uh, you know, we dig into a, a specific question that we put out there into the world, and uh, people call us, uh, you know, you know, with their answers to that question. So, uh, you know, this week we're we're, we're talking about gym class. Uh, should, should we dive in and, and talk about gym class, Brian? Are you ready? We should. We should. For this episode, we're talking about uh, what was your favorite and least favorite activity. In gym class, so, I was waiting yeah. for more uh, more emails, but we only got one strongly worded Facebook message mm. saying that we should not call it gym class. Mm. It is called physical education class. Yep. yep. And uh, gym is the location in which we have the class. And um, this person was steaming a little bit, and I was like, I'm not going to respond. That would it would be it gets steamy. But just letting you know, it's out there, Neil. Physical PE class. Yeah, that 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 person who wrote in also sent a photo of their face, and uh, whew, it was red. They had uh, they had clenched teeth, so we could tell that they were upset about this. We've played one 
physical education. What did we play? A conference? It was in. It was yeah. at the. It was at the Minneapolis Convention Center, and I thought that oh, yeah. was going to be way more wind pants. I thought it was just going to be swish oh. swish the whole time. Yeah, that's that's one of the best things, obviously. About uh, you know, I feel like if you are uh, if you are a gym class instructor, if you're if that is is what you do, man, you got the best dress code potentially in in the whole in the whole building. You know, I feel like you know we're com- you know we're still uh, you know coming out of the the pandemic here, and everybody's oh I'm wearing sweatpants at home, I'm wearing all my comfies all the time, my PJs, and and I feel like gym class teachers like that's what I do for my normal job, even when I'm going in. So a very comfortable profession right there, the gym class teacher gym class teacher yeah they were a lively bunch that's what i would say lively bunch it was that's they right. were ready to party we, and gym class teachers they, they, i mean they're they're a special breed you know uh you know you and i have, have been lucky enough to play in a whole bunch of gyms over the years some loud booming um stinky gyms and uh you know we get to we get to meet some some gym class uh professionals and uh, they're always very kind to us they let us use their supply closets so we can change into our costumes amongst the tether balls and, uh, and they always so, give you a basketball to shoot hoops. Oh, man. it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful the thing. The PE extraordinaires. Mm, we love it. They're usually um, like coaches, right? They like either you know formerly were coaches or athletes, or maybe they like currently coach within the school system. Something. Do, oh, I'm the volleyball coach. You know, I'm the I'm the badminton coach. Whatever it is. So uh, you know, that's I like that about gym gym class people and stuff like that uh, Brian but let's you know let's talk about what we liked about gym class what do you remember about gym class maybe of a specific any era really that's the thing gym class follows you throughout all of your you know k through 12 time uh, gym class is pretty much a staple I guess maybe in high school you kind of get out of it a little bit when you get to pick your classes sometimes but w- what was your favorite yeah, what, you what can do you navigate think of? away okay fondest memories for me are coming from Oak Grove Elementary in Bloomington Minnesota where uh uh the p- gym class teacher was Mr. Rosno. Oh, you know names and everything. Mr. Rosno is the one teacher just like right there. Like, you know, you could he was classic uh classic old guy, liked um <laughs> liked things structured and tidy, right? Liked his rules, but then on the on the flip side, knew how to like flex it a little bit and have fun right at the right time. It was good. Um and he loved and I loved jump roping the like i think it was jump rope for heart still going on yeah but um if i'm gonna actually like i love dodgeball i love all the different variations of dodgeball i like a lot of things in gym class even though like i didn't really like fit the mold of like you know i'm a big kid you know i've always been a big kid i was a big kid in school and stuff like that but um i like gym class i thought it was great i was like let's move it on we have to do a whole day of rules no 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 jump rope you just got right to it, right to jump rope. I loved it. So I'm going to say jump rope. He used to always uh, he'd play uh, Achy Breaky Heart on cassette a lot. <laughs> I know all the words to that because he'd play a lot of Achy Breaky Heart. I love double dutch. I love doing all the different stuff. I love all the different moves you can do with uh, jump ropes. And that was something I was good at. And um, he used to always say, we'll see you tomorrow, guys. Bright-eyed and bushy-tailed in the morning. That's it. I know his catchphrase. That's how much I know about this guy. Oh my gosh, that's amazing! Yeah, especially when you have a great, great teacher within there that that you remember. That's I don't think I've ever seen you jump rope. That's incredible. I'd like to see uh, your jump rope skills. Maybe you should start bringing a jump rope on the road, and then that can be like your warm up before we yeah, go on, right? Maybe Just I like should. that packs down nice into a little bag. Bring a jump rope. You can do like the can you, you can do like the what you, what's it called when you like cross your hands and do that one? What's that? What's that yeah, called? Yeah, just just a little like crossover. I yeah, think. crisscross. I don't know. 
That seems difficult. Uh, the best jump ropes are like the macaroni noodles, you know, what I mean? <laughs> the ones that have like the nylon ba- or like the plastic band plus those, and they're like really heavy. They're so loud. But those yeah. that can like the, that's when you get the rhythm. It's all about rhythm. So it's like a click, yep. click, click, click. He'd play a lot of country because that's like don't break my heart. You're like boom, yeah. boom, cop, boom, boom, cop, boom, boom. That's cool. That's that's another good thing we didn't mention too about gym class is yeah the teachers are usually chill and you get to have fun and run around and get some energy out play a game with your friends but there's also yeah this music aspect because I had that too where it was like yeah there was like a a cart with like a like a wheel in cart and it had like a you know like a CD changer on top of it and then you know you could play it real loud in the gym so it was also like oh yeah we're gonna listen to some some pop music or some rock music or some jock jams or whatever <laughs> like, I didn't well, put that together that I probably did like that as the only time I got to hear music during the day. That's like what <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so jump rope. What's roping. on your fave list? What's on your fave? Well, list yes, my fave, man, I yeah, I, I really liked a lot of games, a lot of sports as well, but what I remember most is being in like late elementary school, like 4th grade, 5th grade and being really excited for the floor hockey tournament because this was a time when again we got to play a, a, like a bracketed tournament against other teams. So it wasn't just like, oh, we're doing this activity in gym class for a little while. It was this other thing that I think we maybe did some like you know some some uh, floor hockey practice type things, but then I because you had to get two classes out at the same time to be able to play against each other, so it was this awesome thing where like gym class like bled over into like the other part of the day, and we got to get out of a different class and have more gym time because it was tournament time or whatever. And I'm not a big hockey guy, as I've, I've said before. You kind of had to choose basketball or hockey, and here in Minnesota, both being played in the winter, so you know I'm more of a hoops guy, but. Man, floor hockey was so much fun, and so I feel like that was sort of that's like the first thing I think about when I think about like good, like gym memories from childhood. I think every I'm gonna say like, oh, I love that thing. To every time somebody brings right. up yes. everything in yeah. this whole episode, all about gym class, except for one thing, Neil. Oh, one thing's a big no-no on my Uh-oh. least favorite. Oh. I was going to look it up to see, like, what are the actual requirements or what they were in the past, but it was too triggering for me. Mm. But um, I'm going to air it out. I'm going to say my least favorite. Please. The presidential fitness award junk, whatever that oh. is, I'm just anti-it. Sit and reach, shuttle, run, pull up, climb up a rope to the styrofoam paneling. I'm foaming at the mouth right now. Oh. I'm a big oh no to that. Gosh, that is that is uh, yeah. I think a lot of people went through that here in uh, here in America. I'm on uh, I'm on the President's Challenge Wikipedia page, Brian. What's the point of it? I do not get it. All right, it was promulgated. I think that means like created by the President's Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition that aimed to encourage all Americans to quote make being active part of their everyday lives and to be physically fit. The President's Challenge was introduced by Lyndon B. Johnson in 1966. It was designed to help motivate participants, international participants also eligible, to improve regardless of activity and fitness level. The Presidential Champions Program was discontinued on June 30th, 2018. Oh, it's done? I think it's a wrap. I think it's over. Yep. There's hope for the future. It's done forever? Yeah, it's over. Uh, the Trump administration terminated the program on June 30th, 2018. Uh, the reason stated was the private sector created many other tools that have the same purpose. So it's discontinued to invest in newer ways to help Americans have a healthy lifestyle. So there you go. All right. <laughs> you can be healthy oh. in different ways. You don't need this. We don't need to well, force you to do this in gym class. It would make sense if there was my biggest beef about it would be like out of nowhere, right? 
all of a sudden it'd be like Atchison up to the bar, try to do a pull up. And it yep. was like there was no like, hey, we're gonna work on how to do a pull up throughout the year to like work towards it. It just was like, can you do a pull up? Yes or no? Oh, you can't even now as like an adult. <laughs> and so it's like, okay, thank you for belittling me, belittling me in front of everybody. You know, what I mean, I just want to get this over with. I want to be out. I wish yep. there was like working towards it. There's so many other ways to like right. feel active and like to like inspire people to want to like be active that is like like grading them on their like baseline skills is just a, a way to push people into a corner yeah you're push right i think away. You, you wish there was more practice more prep time to get up for this kind of thing but uh, i gotta agree with you this was really the the weirdest slash like it just didn't feel like gym class when you had to do this right it didn't it felt like and it was like literally like kind of forced it feels like you know like this is what we have to do you know the government says we got to do this so everyone in the country's doing this so it felt like it, it was just non-gym class. It felt like it was like fake gym class and it was like a test. You know, it was like all our other classes we have a test in. Gym class is different. You don't have to be tested. You just got to show up, have fun, participate, and you're good to go. But except for this, it was like, oh, you're going to be tested. And it's like everyone's going to be watching you. And it's like one one person at a time like type of stuff. So I agree with you. This was uh, this was not very fun. And, um, yeah, it wasn't. there wasn't any good prep for it. And, uh, yeah, even though I might have been pretty good at some of the things, it was still like, you know, just, just not as yeah, fun as that, all the other things. You got that swimmer body. You got the water polo shoulders. Yeah, I, I think, think I've pretty been good. able to touch my toes. You know how, like, babies can, like, grab their feet and put them in their mouth? That I probably it. didn't do that as a baby either. Oh, I see. Never, yeah. I, I just think I've never been able to touch my toes yeah. ever. I even did yoga for a long time to try to, like, be able to do it. <laughs> I just don't uh, think I can. Yeah, but the sit and reach was the worst. That was for sure the worst part. Did you have to in middle school like we had a transition in our like school like okay, you did you did PE, you did gym and then hey, in middle school all of a sudden it was like you had to have a white t-shirt that you put in a locker and you wrote mm-hmm. your first and last name on the front and back. Wow. In um in permanent marker and I was always like you know, every other teacher has the same amount of kids rolling through their door. <laughs> they just remember. Ha- they don't, like, require you to, like, tattoo your name on your forehead so you can be like, Atchison, come on. And, yeah, um, I didn't have to do that. That's some, that's some like, prison stuff right there. You know what I mean? Like, you have a number on you or whatever. It's just, like, your and ID. And then, of course, no kid ever washed their shirt ever. Right, right. So right. it's just, like, you just stunk. It becomes I mean, just like your stinky shirt. shirt ever, it just becomes say. your stinky shirt that's in your locker. Yeah, we had a locker, we had, but we just had to like change into like no, other gym clothes. I don't think you didn't have any... to do the white shirt. And no, the magic marker? no way, no way. That was that. I've never heard of that before. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> yeah, that is that is pretty strange uh, to to all of a sudden have to brand yourself just because you're changing a gym class. <laughs> you know funny. what? A, you know what a gym teacher told me one time. What's that? Um. Uh, he said, hey, um, can you have you ever done any pushaways? And I was like, what's a pushaway? He's like, push away from the dinner table. Oh, <laughs> you know, it really like I, I'm happy that phys ed teachers really inspired my physical education. You know uh-huh, I mean? uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you, sometimes you have to you have to look at someone and um, and, and predict what what kind of coaching they need, right? Do you need to be the bad cop or the good cop with them? You know? Yeah, that did not work for me though. <laughs> I hope I hope everyone listening can hear how bitter I am because uh, yeah, yeah, it's still it's still in my blood. Hard. That one that one left a mark on you a little bit. Left a mark. <laughs> Push away. 
<laughs> oh, gym class teacher jokes from the 90s. Good times. You can't get away with that these days. All right, we got lots no, of calls to get to. No, there's good There's good people out there. Yeah. You no, know, wait, yeah. do you, you didn't say your least favorite. You're in the sit and reach I'm, category. I'll, I'll say that challenge. too. Yeah, no, I'll say the whole fitness challenge, specifically the sit and reach. Get that out of here. I mean, come I'm on. I'm hoping people agree with me. I'm hoping. Yeah. But you're, I, yeah. I think there might be. I think there might be. I'm excited to get to it, though. We're going to find out what people liked and did not like. We had a record number of calls this week, everybody. Thank you so much for everybody calling in. This show is already super long, so uh, you know we can't we can't include you all, but uh, we can include the people who don't make it into the Cuckoo voicemail segment at the very end of the podcast. So uh, if you don't hear yourself here um, in the next uh, you know 40 minutes or so, you'll be at the end of the show. So you're in there, too. Thank you for everybody who called in. But let's jump into it, Brian, starting with caller number one. Hey, Cuckoo Kangaroo. My name is Ryan calling from Flemington, New Jersey. My favorite activity in gym class was when we got to do the bar hang, where we basically put your chin over the bar and you had to hold it as long as you could. So you weren't really doing a pull-up per se, but you just had to kind of stamina, leave your chin over the bar. And I always seemed to be pretty good with that because I was pretty light. So I could always hang there and beat everyone else in my gym class. So that was fun. And my least favorite activity in gym class was when you had to stretch as far as possible past your toes with that little box because I was never super flexible. And it was very, very hard to get past, what was it, like 13, 14 inches um, stretched. And I always did really poorly with that. So that was my least favorite. All right, Cuckoo Kangaroo, good to talk with you. I saw you guys live 10 years ago, and I hope to see you guys more soon than that. Take care. All right, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan, calling in from New Jersey. We were just in New Jersey. Maybe he yeah, saw Yeah, we us. were in New Jersey. We played, a, we played a camp. That was fun. Yeah, we played a camp. All right, so Ryan's getting us started with what we were just talking about. He is, uh, he's, he's, he's split on the fitness challenge, Brian. He likes the, the pull-up or bar hang. I don't really remember the bar hang. No, I thought it was more like two pull-ups. this bar hang sounds amazing. This sounds wonderful. <laughs> I could hang all day on a uh, bar. No big deal. Hey, hop up there. They probably gave you a chair, too, to like just let you like hop right. up there. And, hey, just hang for a little bit. That's cool. I bet, I bet one teacher was like, this is a this is a PE teacher that's like, I'm sick of this. I'm sick of making kids do pull-ups. I'm changing it. We're doing a bar hang. And whatever this teacher was in New Jersey, it's innovator right there. That's an innovator. Yeah, I suppose so. They're they're just tweaking one of the elements right there and doing the bar hang. I mean, that's some yeah, some challenging your upper body strength. How long can you uh keep it going here uh so yeah that's interesting you know i guess if you're a kid it's like you're a little bit lighter and you can just uh, maybe do that um but yeah then the sit and reach here yeah that's what we're both talking about too ryan we're with you right the sit and reach i get it you're trying to be flexible that's 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 supposed to be good for you and all that stuff but i don't feel like many people excelled at this right i think that this was this was a tough one for a lot of people to go ahead and try and touch your toes or see how much further you can get that that's that's, that's not fun it's not cool at all i don't like that one those little boxes, I feel like all people if people want to like come to a show and like throw me off my game or something like that. Like, bring a sit and reach one of those tin boxes and like hit on it, like clang it, and be like, Brian, yeah. you'll never be good enough. You know I mean? That's what they should say. That'd be, that'd be that'd be like some awesome like heckling torture. If somebody did that, I'd be almost proud that they did it, that they pulled it off. Yeah, so. yeah, that's great. Uh, so yeah, we'll see if anybody else has any other, uh, you know, President's uh, Fitness Challenge 
10 years ago. What were we doing 10 years ago that Ryan saw us play in maybe Jersey? Aqu- maybe Aquabats. Maybe Aquabats, uh, Real Big Fish Tour? Jewish Mother, maybe something like that, you know? Just, what just was that Aquabats New Jersey, that, that ballroom one? that Mago always talks about? It's like really uh, wide. Yeah, um, Starland, Starland Star- Ballroom, maybe something like Starlight. that. Starlight, Star yeah. something Ballroom. Yeah, we played there with them. That might have been the one. That's but a that's cool, cool. place. I th- I feel like that's a cool place to see a show. You know, mm-hmm. it's like slightly tiered. You know, it's like big, wide, long stage. Yeah, good th- sight lines. Yeah, it seems like really good sight lines. That's cool. All right, Ryan, thanks for calling, bud. All right, these next two we're doing back to back. They had similar things to say. <laughs> Hi, my name is Amber from northern Minnesota, and 25 years ago, I was in fifth grade, and in fifth grade, uh, gym class, like probably a lot of fourth and fifth graders around that time, we did a lot of um, square dancing, and so I loved square dancing, and I grew up to be a theater teacher, so, you know, performance is in my, in my blood. But the thing that I distinctly remember about fifth grade is I, my fifth grade teacher, Mr. Langley, um, when we were learning square dancing, uh, during that unit, he, um, like every time we got home, got back to the room from gym class, he would jump up on his desk and he would play a song, an old country song called, not that old, but a country star at that time called the watermelon crawl which the 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 chorus of the song says if you drink don't drive do the watermelon crawl which is not super appropriate for fifth grade but he would stand on his desk and do square dancing and sing the watermelon crawl and play the song and he would throw jolly ranchers at us um so not exactly physical education, the water, the watermelon crawl, jelly rancher thing, but definitely use some of those FIAD skills in my fifth grade classroom with Mr. Langley. Hi, this is Dave and Max, and uh, we're from uh, Buffalo, New York, and the least favorite activity I ever had in gym, by far, was square dancing. Why we had to square dance in gym, or at all, I have no idea. King of the road. All that music was terrible, and we had to square dance, and, you know, you always were nervous about who you're going to get paired up with. Would you like the girl? Would you not like the girl? Sometimes I even got my girlfriend in high school, but then you got to rotate partners. Uh, the whole thing was just terrible. Why couldn't they just keep it to dodgeball? Thanks, guys. You're great. Waboom, right there, <laughs> square dancing. We had Amber and then Dave and allegedly Max. Didn't hear much of Max, though. Maybe next time. But uh, Wait, so did Dave cool. even say what he liked, or he just was so disgusted with Well, he said, uh, why couldn't they keep the dodgeball? So maybe that was his favorite dodgeball. So, yeah. No. Amber, where are you from up in northern Minnesota? Come on, there's so many cities up there. Yeah, so it's a big. big big zone. We need to get more specific with that. But, yeah, two competing um, opinions here on uh, on the very controversial um, you know, aspect of of, of, of square dancing in uh, in gym class, Brian, and uh, I believe you are very pro square dancing, and I feel like it's very it's very like on brand for you. I feel like if you want and if you just need to know Brian very briefly, just say 
Brian was the type of kid who loved to square dance in in, in gym class, right? Oh like my that. gosh! I and beyond, so like I didn't even know that. I, when I, one of the first things I learned about you, though, like when, I, when we first met, like in college, is that you would like go to like clubs and square dance, right? Like you and like your your friends or your girlfriend at the time or something like that would like go like outside of class, like go to a pl- public place and do square dancing. So let's get into the square dancing, Brian. Did you learn it in gym class? Uh, and sort of tell us about your your square dancing career. Wait, do you like square dancing? Yes or no? I've never done it. I never had to do it in gym class. I, I don't know oh, the first ever? thing about square dancing. Yeah, I know what it looks like. It seems cool. Seems like the electric slide or whatever. But uh, yeah, I love I love square dancing. I like doing simple group routines where they have it. You don't have to like sp- explain a lot. You can do your own version of it. And I like that you don't have to like touch people. Like I don't. I love oh. to dance. I love weddings. But as soon as somebody wants to like. Like, I remember in high school, everything was about, like, grinding and stuff like that. And I'm like, that would be cool, but, like, I just would, like, can you just give me five feet perimeter? Like, give me five feet diameter around me. Like, I don't want to touch anybody. But so Dave was I talking about it. partners. So you have partners, they just, like, dance right next to you? You never, like, no, have I to, like, touch their hands or their hips sometimes or anything? sometimes where you'd have to hold their hand and, like, do, like, the do do and flip and spin. Uh-huh. But we didn't ever really do that. That's not required. That's not like you have to have a partner. You can just do it solo or next. It seems to like Dave and Max, yeah, especially maybe up in Buffalo, New York, they're really pushing the like, uh-huh. the duos. But, <laughs> yes, but maybe like when we were doing it, they were like these kids can barely understand s- solo moves. Like they're yeah, not going to yeah. be able to do it. But yeah, we did. Uh, you remember Brandon O'Connor? Of course, remember yeah. Went to high school with you. Yeah, uh-huh. we would, and um, and Jeffy and a couple other people. We'd there was one place in Cottage Grove, Minnesota, that was a big like roller rink dance hall, and they'd have line dancing, but it was sponsored by KDWB. So there were two crowds. So there'd be 15 <laughs> minutes of line dancing, and everyone you can imagine who would be coming to do that, and then that would stop, and then they'd start to play like basically like Ja Rule. Right, and then those people would come out, and then there would be 15 minutes of that, and then they'd switch. So it was like these like two different sides competing, and we'd just stay out there the whole time, like just dancing. Oh my gosh! I loved both of it. I was down for like both. Like I wanted like club music, and then I wanted to like do, I wanted to like dance to, you know, Alan Jackson or something like that. But I I think I like line dancing so much because it got me into that like 90s country, like it. Uh-huh. it it got it got me into Trisha Yearwood basically. Like our uh, Mr. Rosenow would play Achy Breaky Heart a lot. Achy, wait, who sings that? That's um, Billy Ray, Miley's yeah. dad. Who's yeah, that? Billy, yeah, Billy Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, but he, but I learned about She's in Love with the Boy um, by Trisha Yearwood, who now is married to Garth Brooks. But uh, that's that's one of my favorite songs of all time. So so it was in gym in class that. where you learned. Was it in like elementary school or middle school or high school? Like when yeah, it must learn? have been like fifth or fifth grade. I think fifth. Six, maybe sixth, maybe fourth grade. I don't yep. know. Just like Amber, she said fifth grade, and uh, her teacher would jump up on the on the on the on the table on the desk and, and That's toss, so toss candy. I've never heard that song before. Yeah, we gotta look she- up the watermelon crawl, and then yeah, it's cool when your teacher throws candy at you. That's nice. I like that the candy you throw at kids in their face is like they pick the hardest candy possible. Like you're yeah. not going like maybe a laffy taffy still pretty hard, but let's go Jolly Rancher. You know, right in the eye. Yeah, not like yeah, not a tootsie roll, not a taffy. It's uh, it's something that is 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 defined by being hard. So yeah, that's a good one. But hey, everybody loves Neil. Jolly what do you guys say about line dance? And I like I, I gotta I learn the whole thing. So I'm I'm so excited. Do you want to go? Do you want to go find a spot? I feel like you and I either need to make a line dancing song or square dance. Line dancing, square dancing is that the same thing? Kind, I mean, kind of square dancing. I guess is kind of. 
partner esque, and they used Got to it. have it at the old like KC Hall. Around same here. vibe, same vibes, but there's probably some small differences. There are in some those small. Two. Dan- I th- I feel like a square dance sometimes requires like a caller, like somebody uh-huh. who has like a headset. Oh yeah, mic, like that's great. Call on the moves, and a line dance sometimes is like a pre. I don't know. Some people maybe are gonna be like, "You're totally wrong." I don't. Right. We'll don't find know. out. A line dance could also be like the cha cha slide, you know, mm-hmm. or like the electric slide. Right. But the electric slide moves are really based in a lot of, you know, different like square and line dance. Yeah. Maybe square dancing is like with a partner. So maybe maybe Dave and Max, we got our wires crossed here on that one. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. Who I cares? think we either to make a song about square dancing that you square dance to, or we need to just to maybe you and me make a video where you're teaching me how to how to square dance or line dance. You know. Well, and then- I was I was going to talk about this after the call of like future projects, but I think we should. We tried with Gobble Gobble Turkey Wobble. I guess we mm-hmm. did. We made like a we did a, it. It's a 360 move, basically, right? That you yep. just like continue to do. Continuous but we dance should, move through the whole song. I think we need to put more lottery tickets in the bucket, basically, and more mm-hmm. chances to win. I think we need to make like six to ten new line dances and yep. just go hard on it. People will like one of them probably. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. One might take off. We need the new Cupid Shuffle. We need to become the wedding DJ favorite. That's what yes. it's all about. Yes, yes. We need the scatter shot method here and and try and get a winner. Um, but yes, thank you to Amber. Thank you to Dave and Max. We'll see if anybody else wants to talk uh, square dancing, line dancing. I hope he, so. I hope so. I hope you show. can tell that we've moved past sit and reach. Now I'm excited. Yeah. All right. Next call. Hey guys, Travis from Riverside here. Least favorite, most favorite PE memory. Least favorite would definitely be skills day in eighth grade. That was that one day of the year where you had to do like push-ups and chin-ups and run a mile a certain amount of time. And I was doing sit-ups. Oh, sorry, that's my daughter there. Uh, I was doing sit-ups and I had two fellow classmates had to hold my feet down to make sure they didn't come up or the sit-ups didn't count. And, of course, when you're doing sit-ups, you lose control, and I ripped an absolute window-rattling paint melter. And you'd think in middle school the other kids would have ran off laughing, but the two kids holding my feet just looked at me disappointed like parents looking at a kid who brought home a bad report card. <laughs> Sorry, daughter again. Uh, best memory, uh, I played baseball in high school, so we didn't have gym class per se, but um, – we just had baseball practice, but before baseball practice, we would always eat Baker's, which is a fast food place here in Riverside, and play Nintendo 64, so that was it. Two quick questions. When I met you guys uh, in Anaheim in 2020, I'm six foot one, and you guys were way, 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 way bigger than me. Is everyone that big in, min- in uh, Minnesota, or is it just you guys, and uh, do you guys have any sports backgrounds? Also, last question. Uh, what podcast do you guys listen to? I'm a podcast aficionado. I'm just curious what you guys listen to. All right, guys. Have a great day. Bye. <laughs> Travis's daughter saying bye. Also saying bye. Gets cut off. Travis. Travis from. Is it? Does he? Does Travis even say Travis from Riverside, or does Travis no, just say no. Travis Riverside here? I've changed He's my right. last name. Yeah, he is Travis Riverside now. He's the mayor, and uh, that's what you have to do when you're the mayor of Riverside. You have to change your last name. So. Neil, we wrote a fart song, and we've written a mm. bunch of them. Have we ever said paint melter? I love Paint Melter. No, I've never heard that ever. This is the first time. Um, makes a lot of sense, though. You know, like the you know the gas that comes out of you. You know, it has to go somewhere, and when it hits the paint, it melts it immediately. So uh, that's a great one, though. Window window rattling Paint Melter. Four word like description. How, I like how Travis 
like was probably so aggressive in sit-ups that you have to have two kids hold down your sneaks. Oh, you yeah. Know? One person kids. couldn't handle it. I remember like when you were helping other person, I would like put both my knees on the person's oh. feet, right? And then you put like your hands on their your hands on their uh, knees, right? So then you're really holding them down. But yeah, the two-person hold is a good way to go too. So oh, yeah, a little, man. little more fitness challenge stuff here. And yeah, that's the thing. I remember ripping farts there too. I mean, to this day, when I'm on my back stretching or doing any sort of ab workout that's, that's what's going to happen there's going to be there's going to be some gas that, that leaks out it's just the right it's right the right spot for it so it's just going to happen all the time when i yeah. pick up my baby it's just like you pick him up <laughs> a little squeeze <laughs> it's just like a little whoopee cushion right there yeah yeah exactly so yeah that, that makes a lot of sense and uh yeah that's cool we played baseball that's interesting instead of like it's I'm, i don't know i don't really get it like if you're in high school and you play a sport you get to like not do gym class you just have to like <laughs> roll with your team and do that that's interesting uh, uh you know you get to like be have a specialization and play baseball instead of all that other stuff i'm i can't fully remember what high school pe was like like you yeah. had like there were probably like some like core I don't know. That always changes. I feel like people are changing their vibe of like, are you like a four day class? Are you a four classes a day? Five? Are you seven? Are you eight? Like, how do you flip it up? If you're a senior, you get to like, I don't, I don't remember. Do you remember? Like, I don't remember like doing phys ed that no, much I don't. in high school. I feel like, like I was saying before, I feel like there was just more freedom to like pick your classes a little bit. And I, I feel like I picked something called team sports at one point. Maybe that was in college, but I don't think so. I think it was in high school where it was like a team sports specific gym class. And we just like played all these different games that you had to be on a big team with. So I, I don't have many gym, gym class memories from high school either. So Jeffy, Jeffy came over this week and I was asking him. Your brother. Um, oh, yeah, brother. Uh, I was asking him about his uh, favorite and least favorite memories. And oh, nice. all he talked about favorite, his not favorite memory, but his memory in like fifth grade, they did like ice skating and he plays hockey so he had like those big clunky like goalie skates that he'd like go around and he (laughs) jumped over the boards really fast and he accidentally knocked out like one of the gym teachers like front four teeth oh like he flipped over the boards too fast or something like that he said he's like seen that gym teacher in like in life since and they like oh. talked about it or something wow but as somebody who's gotten all their teeth knocked out from like i've gotten my te- teeth knocked out and my brother knocked somebody's teeth out we're just like Jeez. are you're we wrecking crew helping dentists or something or i don't know <laughs> yeah, you're helping the insurance companies there um, but yeah, uh, Travis, as, as he, uh, normally does also has some questions for us here oh, yeah, what you and, got? uh, he wants to know if everybody's tall in Minnesota. I mean, I feel like there is a good amount of tall people around here. You know, we're both about six feet four and, um, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, in Midwest, you know, I feel like a corn fed is sort of a, is sort of a, a thing that people describe people as, at least I do. I, I like that term a lot, you know, corn fed boy right there. You know, I feel like. People eat their vegetables here. People eat, you know, do things that are supposed to allegedly grow your body up. Now, probably heights is mostly genetic, um, so it's probably more about that. But, yeah, I think we got some tall folks around here. I don't know. I feel like maybe when we go to, like, the East Coast, some people get a little smaller, uh, at least in height. But, uh, yeah, there's lots of tall people here. We also have uh, – we're also, I believe, the home of the Jolly Green Giant. Um, so, you know, maybe that's in the water here somewhere, but, uh, yeah. What do you think, Brian, about, uh, about the idea of Minnesotans just being tall? Could be. You, Could be. are we, are we, we're pretty tall, right? Yeah, are, yeah You're tall. taller cause you have better posture, but we're both six, four we're both tall. Yeah. Jeffy's six, four. My sister's like, well, I don't know, five eleven. What is she? Yep. 
Your dad's yep. tall. My dad's like six two. What's your dad? Your dad's probably it's, six four, right? No, no, nah, not quite. But yeah, six two ish, something like How that. How tall yeah, Scott? We, we come from tall fams. Probably also six two. Yeah, him. See, I always heard about like my grandma and grandpa's brothers, or my my grandpa's brothers were like six 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 seven. Mm, wow. So Jeez. I'm coming from. I'm not as tall as them, which would be cool. But yeah, you got a little bit of that. And then podcasts. I actually have a podcast recommendation uh, in our recommendation segment here, but. I don't know. I listen to tons and tons of shows. We both listen to like so many podcasts. I mostly listen to podcasts about basketball, about uh, consumer tech, especially the Apple side of things, and then theme parks. So I really like Dunked On. Um, that's a good uh, basketball podcast. Uh, Accidental Tech Podcast is probably my favorite uh, Apple focused uh, tech show. And then, you know, Podcast the Ride. Nothing's better than that as far as theme parks go. So those are kind of my some of my big ones That's that I'm listening to you, all Neil. the time. Yeah, Podcast the Ride is is uh is very important to me. So I listen to only one podcast, Neil. Oh, I didn't know that. Well you we've whittled it down quite a bit. Yep. I only listen to banter buddies. Oh uh, that's all you need. That's all you need, really. I that's mean it. you're just showing people you know, sort of the way to be, you know, it really is, it really can be your entire podcasting diet for every, every, every other week. That's the only problem is it's not weekly. So hopefully you can stretch it out to be a, you know, get a little dive in and out of it for two weeks just to make it last until the next show. Do I, can I say some of mine? I mean, yeah, if you, if you have any more that are as important as banter buddies, go for it. Oh, well, they, none of, nothing will hold up. Nothing can be, yeah. And these are all, if you're a podcast listener, these are all hitting your stride, but I love Criminal. Phoebe Judge, Radiotopia, listen to every single one. Um, I've been a, since the beginning, Mark Marin listener, but I, I like some of the famous actor people, but I don't really like, I don't care about actors' method or like how they act. So I don't, that doesn't like interest me that much. I love just like random comics that I've never heard of before and listening to them talk about like the comedy store and stuff like that. Cause you and I are stand up nerds. Mm-hmm. We love it. And so that's still there. And then how I built this with Guy Raz, like I like hearing about these companies going from like zero to a thousand, maybe back down to zero again and starting <laughs> over. Like I love their stories all the time. There you go. Check those out. I'm always out. referencing that. Those things. Check so, out. So wait, did we play Neil, you played sports. Should we should we hit all of uh should we hit all the questions? All Travis's question, oh, what sports you play? Line them up. Sports played mostly just played basketball, but then I switched to swimming in high school. So then yeah, I swam. So that was another good part about gym class. That's how I actually got into swimming was we were in doing swimming in like middle school gym class. And my gym teacher was like, you, you're, you're pretty good at swimming and you're tall and have big feet. You should come swim. And it was just what I needed at the time because I was like, basketball is getting a little old. So that was that was a big memory. So, yeah, it was basically just those two. I did play a little soccer as well. Then I started to ref it instead of play it, make money as a high schooler so that was cool so those are kind of like the big three that i played and those you know i still love watching basketball i say i watch like world cup and international soccer every now and then so those those are my faves what about you and then you played water polo and you brought me on oh, your yeah. team in college Polo, yeah we, we've talked about that on the show playing polo in uh in college yeah those are some some good team sports that we did I played there. hockey baseball all through childhood and then i flipped and started playing broom ball love broom ball Joined show choir, then played lacrosse and was a goalie in lacrosse for a while, and then kept it going with show choir. That's my dancing. Can we call that a sport? I think it's a sport. It's competition, you know, and it was and it's physical as well. Yeah, so yeah. it counts. Lots of movement, and you're competing. So I think that that counts as a sport. All right, thanks for the call, Travis. We're moving on. Hey, I'm Susan from Upstate New York. 
My favorite activity in high school was the tennis courts or the soccer field because my friends and I would goof around like I'd be the arms and she'd be the legs and we would just play the game like that. Um, in elementary school, it was definitely the crab walk on field day, which was always without fail the hottest day of the year. My least favorite activity was always the mile every year. It's just very hard and embarrassing. Um, but my district also had a swimming pool. So every year they'd bust us up to the high school for swimming lessons. But the catch was, and this is why it was my least favorite, we had communal bathing suits. So that was kind of gross. But we can all swim and we can all do all different kinds of strokes. So I guess that's a plus. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh, Susan. my gosh. That's, there's a couple reasons I had to pick this one, Brian. First of all, communal bathing suits. This, this, this blew my mind. They didn't even allow, even if you had a swimsuit at home, they didn't right. allow you to bring it. Don't, don't bring that in here. We got one for you. Were they getting washed or dried, or were they getting just like, you know, right? Just, just, just hung like, up? Hey, hey. They're still wet. What if they're still wet? Ooh. Yeah, they're still wet and cold. Put this on. Now, listen, as I said, as I just said, I'm, I'm a pool person. I worked at the pool. I was a swim swim instructor. And, you know, whenever anybody brings up something like this that's like, oh, this is gross or do you, you know, pee in the pool or all these things, I'm always talking about the chemicals in the pool. I know there's mad chemicals in these pools. All that chlorine, all that stuff that dries out your skin, stinks and stuff like that, that's all chemicals to make sure things are disinfected. So there's a little bit of that in here where it's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. You're basically getting dipped into a you know big, clean pool for the most part. But it's still very strange to have communal school bathing suits and just be like, what's your size? Okay, here you go. I mean, it's like a different version of like having like jerseys or something like that, or like you know practice jerseys or something like that. But you know these are going right on you. These are going right on. Uh, they're not going over your shirt, right? <laughs> this is the only thing you're wearing when you're this in the is pool. Going up so. in some stuff. This is know? going up in you, yeah. So uh, that's that's certainly you know I didn't expect to hear anything like that. <laughs> now a lot of people would say, hey, boys are gross, and then they'd especially especially say like you and I, where they're like, you guys are gross. You're just kind of right. down with some stuff. And, you know, that's a fact because communal bathing suits, let's say somebody handed me this, other people would say, that's gross. And I'd say, cool, I love to swim. And I just put it on. I probably right. wouldn't even, I wouldn't even bat an eye, especially if this, if this was in high school. So it's a little different, right? Right, right, right. Like this is not third grade. <laughs> like Certainly. everybody's like 15 to 18. <laughs> that's wild. Absolutely. The other nice thing I liked here is the crab walk. Now, we have a good friend, super fun, yeah, yeah, rocket ship out of uh, St. Louis, Missouri. And he has a crab walk song, and it is hilarious and uh, just a great song. And so I thought it was cool that uh, we got a little crab walk shout out here in this uh in this voicemail because it's that's where we i feel like that is where people first learn to crab walk is in like a gym class right that's like a just like a thing it's a, probably a good workout for like your your you know your core and stuff like that and other things so and coordination too so I, I like having a little crab walk in the mix here field field day is wild that it is always like towards the end of school and um, it is one of the hottest days of the year. I feel like if Susan right. is from like the upstate New York that I'm envisioning, they get a ton of snow. Like we, get, they're the most like symbiotic to like what our Minnesota yes yes weather is like. Like hot spr- hot summers, beautiful springs, beautiful falls, treacherous winters. You know, yeah, so. lots of gray. Yeah. Hey Neil, we were just in Vegas and we we're talking to a bunch of teachers. They start school on August 9th. 
Wow. But they That's got out up. like May 1st because they're like on the different like heat calendar, basically. You know, so they have to get out before it gets too hot. Like May is hot. It's a hot day to do the crab walk. <sighs> that that's hard. That's hard. Those uh, you know, that, that's it's hard to keep those uh, keep those knees up when it's so so hot out there. So yes, thank you, Susan. Wait, Neil, before call. we go, it's fourth grade. What's your mile time? What'd you get? Ooh, boy, mile. I have. I really don't know. Maybe like nine minutes. I. I, I don't really know. What oh, it would you be. bro. You went under ten. I went under ten. I think. I don't know. But yeah, the mile. I thought we'd get. Yeah, the mile is. Is I feel like that is. That was the thing that like loomed over most like gym class, you know, situations where I, that was the only thing to my recollection. Sort of like elementary, late elementary, like middle school time where people like the rumor would get out before you got into gym class because you'd hear it from like other kids who already had gym class like today's the mile you didn't know that i gotta let you know today's the mile or i heard like tomorrow's the mile like that's the only gym class thing that would ever like leak out beforehand right and get around the school of like beware get just get mentally ready today's mile it would never be i feel like it would almost never be like predetermined then like your gym teacher would never be like all right next friday you guys get ready for the mile it was just like something you had to show up and do you just didn't know when it was coming I must say something about the mile. I uh, I was a run walk kind of kid. You know what I mean? I'd run a little bit, yep, then yep, I'd be yep, out of yep. breath because I hadn't eaten in five seconds, and so then I would walk a little bit more. But there was always the kids who could just book it six minute mile. Oh man, Tyler did the mile in six minutes. I was like, I think I got a twelve minute one time. That I was like really proud of myself. But I do want to just applaud right now. I don't think they've gotten much applause in their life. The people who are like, I don't care at all. I'm going to walk this whole thing. And it was like a 32 minute mile and they just did not care. And I just, I'm just want you to know right now, if that was you, you didn't even try to run once. I'm applauding you right now. I should have done that. I should have been more bold in my stance against the mile. Yeah, they can't make you run. You know, they all you can't all, make all they me can run. All they can do is shake their head at you when you finish with like a thirty-five minute mile or whatever. You know, I know, so, but even yeah. that, they're like they didn't. I feel like people who did that didn't even care. That didn't affect them. I feel like, yeah. oh man, I'm looking back. I'm like, those are the real heroes. Those are the yeah. Heroes. They they had it figured out. They weren't. Uh, <laughs> they were. They weren't. They weren't doing what you wanted them to do. They were. They were on their own. They were on their own pace. I think Walking. now I've, I don't ever want to get a tattoo, but now I know the answer. If somebody says, what do you want to get like for a tattoo? I want to be like the I walk the mile lifestyle. That's what I want. That's what I want. I'm going to get that tattoo. All right. I'm a, I'm Susan, a mile this was, walker. This was so fun, and I'm hyper chatty. Have you, can you tell that I had like six cups of coffee? All right, let's go. Next caller. Hi, my name is Gabby from Colorado, and I was in a class called Rocky Mountain High, and that class was all about doing outdoorsy stuff. So we were really hands-on, and we were doing things like rock climbing and rappelling, uh, kayaking, and learning how to build shelters and make fires. Um, but the best thing that I think that we did was one time there was like a blizzard, and we drove up Pikes Peak, and we went snowshoeing, and I fell in an unmarked well. Good times. So that's probably my least favorite. As well as my favorite activity. Heck yeah, Gabby. That's Gabby. it. We don't know how you got out, Gabby. What? Gabby's <laughs> still. Gabby's still in the well. She placed this call from the well. I mean, um, rock climbing and rappelling. Uh, Gabby really knows how to leave a cliffhanger there. You know what I hey, mean? Hey, there we go. Yeah, she's got some. She's got some Ethan Hunt Mission Impossible skills. 
Just, right come there. on, what happened? I want to know about the rescue mission. You fell in a un. I thought she was going to say grave at first, but unmarked right. well is probably better. Yeah, I wonder how deep the well was. I mean, hopefully she, uh, you know, didn't get too uh, bumped, bruised up, falling down that well. Most people don't make it out the well, I feel like. Or, like, the fire department has to come and the whole city, like, gathers around. So that's interesting. But, man, Rocky Mountain High class? That sounds incredible. I mean, we, we know Colorado's a great place. Beautiful, you know, beautiful mountains. Um, you know, just just a lot of nice people. Denver's fantastic. We like it a lot. We play there a lot. But man, this you get to do like that. It was way outside of Denver. Yes, yes. This is uh, probably someplace you know surrounded by trees, maybe halfway up the mountains or something like that. But this sound this is very on brand for uh, for a Colorado for a Coloradan like uh, Gabby and stuff. So I, I like this. It's very I like the idea of like regional gym class like this of like oh yeah we live here so we're, we're going outside. Yeah, and I know this is not this is not like a a rock wall in your local YMCA. This isn't even your REI like in store rock wall. Like somebody went up and tied those knots around a tree, or they like put an anchor in a crack of a rock, and they were like, "Let's climb, baby." <laughs> Let's go. This is it. You guys are born. You guys are Coloradans now. We're climbing up. Yeah, I like uh, that's the Rocky Mountain High. It's the only like John Denver song I think I know, right? Like that's, you know, I feel like if they maybe they listened to that beforehand. Do you think they had to listen to that every, um, you know, before the class started just to get in the right mindset? You know, just get inspired. I bet. I bet. Yeah. John Denver. I listen to John Denver monthly, probably. There's a John Denver statue at at Red Rocks. I I saw it last time I really? was there. I didn't know it was there before, but he, he's right there. I okay. Remember when we went to college and we had our like week what do you call that like um like j term or in no it's like you start college like your freshman year like oh uh, like orientation or orientation yeah, yeah. and yeah. we like did a couple name games in a circle and went to go see a movie and then your sister went out to washington this is like on brand for all of like the pacific northwest and your mm-hmm. sister went. i remember like hey how's the how's the first like how's the first week of college going and and she's like, it was great. We went like climbing in the, we went like up in the <laughs> woods for a week and like saw a bear and stuff like that. I was like, we went to the wrong school, Neil. That's right. Yeah, they they went to like yeah some some beautiful lake and and uh, yeah probably got got the kayaks out, something like that. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah we were just you know we're known as beautiful too in its own way. Um, but it's no uh, Tacoma, Washington. That's uh, <laughs> that's for sure. And whatever. Have you bot- ever been kayaking, Neil? Ah, uh, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I've been kayaking that, but not very much. I would like to do that more. It's fun. I like to be in a boat on the water that I'm like paddling. You know, that's that's nice. That's a nice vibe. I just don't yeah, have should, anything like that. We should go kayaking. That sounds like fun. Maybe we like make it like a music video, so then we um, have a reason to like go together. But Perfect. In school, my my teachers, I think it was part of like phys ed class, like gym class. But I remember in like seventh grade or something like that they took us to the Brule River mm. and we did like a weekend adventure. But all of a sudden, one of the teachers was like, "Guys, look at this giant like mud hill!" And we all got out of our kayaks and we pulled our kayak up this mud hill like a hundred feet and hung onto a tree, then strapped back into our kayaks and skidded down the mud hill into the water and i think now as an adult like the liability insurance sounds crazy and that teacher was really cool so whoever that was thank you wow it was like a sled you like your 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 kayak or your boats became like a sled there right i like- know <laughs>
<laughs> that is incredible. Yeah, it's it's always fun to to do stuff like that. All right, uh, thank you very much, Gabby from Colorado. Next, Kala. My name is Carol Welch, and I currently live in Memphis, Tennessee. But back in the early 1980s, I was living in Martin, Tennessee, and going to school at Westview High School. Go Chargers! And my favorite game in gym class was playing dodgeball. We loved to play dodgeball. It was great. I don't even think you can play that anymore because it's too dangerous for our sweet little kiddos. But my least favorite game in gym class was also dodgeball on those moments when Belinda Brooks would get the ball because you knew you needed to get out of her way because she was going to burn you bad. Thank you very much. Carol, Carol, no buy piece out. What's up? That's it. She just had to mic drop it because Belinda Brooks was coming for her. Belinda Brooks. Belinda Brooks is going to be a character in a song someday. Mm-hmm. Great name, Double B. Carol knows what's up. She's throwing shade on the current generation of kids. I'm loving yep. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then can't even um, handle the dodgeball. Still knows the name of that uh, dodgeball assailant. As we go back, you can't forget. You can't forget how uh, how Belinda made you feel. Uh, love love Carol's Memphis Tennessee accent there uh you know just classic definitely love that and yeah lots of details here early 80s martin tennessee westview high school chargers 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 Chargers. that's a good mascot yeah that's a really good one yeah dodgeball is interesting you know i I was again listening to a lot of these calls a lot of people saying that that you can't really play dodgeball anymore it's not it's not really a thing to play i guess it's a little too violent or a little too uh aggressive i think somebody said so uh you know that's interesting because that seems like yeah like the main staple of gym class like if you had to think of like one game that was played in gym class like dodgeball i feel like it, it is is universal like it goes all over like dodgeball is everywhere it's simple you just need a space and a bunch of balls and you're good to go um, so it's interesting that yeah, maybe you can't play that <laughs> these days, but, uh, yeah, Belinda knew how to play and, uh, you wanted to be on her team. You know, that, that was, that was, it sounds like you would try and try and get that going. And if you weren't on her team, well, you better look out. You know what though, Neil, um, if I'm picking teams, um, I've never been a, the team captain before, but if mm-hmm. I was, I'm picking Carol first. That's what I'm oh, doing. Oh yeah. That's what Carol. I'm doing. Carol does sound like, you know, even though she might not have the, you know, the skills of a Belinda Brooks, she does seem like she's enthusiastic about it. And, you know, just the fact that she'd love to play it, that goes a long way. A lot of people, you know, they're not very good because they're hesitant and they're, you know, they're kind of, they're half in. But it seems like Carol at least is is, uh, very enthusiastic and and will be be a good uh, teammate uh, in the game of dodgeball. I can hear the rage in her voice. Mm, Neil, what are your favorite variations of dodgeball? What wow. when you're playing? What do you like to play? Well, I, I'm not even sure. Like, what are? I mean, I guess I haven't played enough because I feel like I don't really know the different versions. I just kind of know. Um, is is there one where someone's like in jail and you can like get them out? Is that like a different version, or is that just like a wrinkle on the normal rules? Like, I like I, that where it's like if you're out, then you or you freeze or whatever, and you can get back in. I like that sort of idea. Not just in like a, oh, come back in and play, but it just makes the game a little bit longer and it makes the game a little more um, complex. There's like a few more rules to it. And, and so I like anything that has that, that kind of extends the game a little bit more. Yeah, I think there are, you know, then there's 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 different wrinkles within. That's, that's a variation, right? There could just yeah. be like if you get hit. Like I think the standard is like, there's a certain number of dodgeballs. There's a space. If you get hit, you're out. If you get if you catch the ball, you get a team member back in and then somebody else comes mm. in. But then there's like trench where like people go in like a jail behind you. Ooh. I think there's like 
um, I can't remember like the term for it, but there's like basically one where like if you get somebody out, you have to get everybody out and they're not connected. So like oh, if somebody yep. got you out, gets out, you get to get back in. Yes. Yes. I like, I like all that stuff. Right. It makes it just, it's, it's great. Cause it's a very simple game. You can play that with like young kids or whatever. But then when you get older, when you, when you need more com- complexity in there, then it's like, all right, here's some wrinkles. Here's some rules. Let's do this. Let's play in this different kind of way. So yeah, I dig that. I dig dodgeball classic. Got to do it. Neil, nice. did you ever get to play bombardment? No, that sounds that sounds heavy duty. That sounds okay, like bombardment. Like and is then that when there's like so many balls, like there's like twenty balls or something? I th- I can't remember. I just remember the name so like so vividly. Okay, so remember when we were tur- touring in like the early days, so we couldn't have like real jobs. We had to have all these weird like part time jobs. Right, right. And w- I taught homeschool gym at the Burnsville YMCA. Like I I like. Like you would come in if you were doing homeschool and you had to get your gym credit. Like I was your gym teacher for a while, but we'd do all these games. Like I'd play all this stuff. There was like a, I also taught, I also did it at like the prior Lake Y. There was like a smaller gym. It was like half court basically. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was like perfect. Nobody could, there's nowhere to go. But I feel like everybody that was down, if you're going to play dodgeball, like even now, like it, it can't be like a requirement. It has to be like an activity where everybody is into it or there could be like a side activity. I feel like that's the best dodgeball. You don't want like people to be forced to play dodgeball because then it's not fun or any game really, right? You want people to be like invested. Even like a board game you're playing now, like if somebody doesn't want to play, it doesn't make it fun, you know, so. Yeah, exactly. You need to you need to get that uh, buy-in from people. But yeah, I just googled the bombardments, and it says that it's uh, it might involve like pins, like bowling pins oh, yeah, as well. Like and pin I think guard so, or something. Like I that. think someone else called in for that and didn't make it. The, well, you'll hear their call at the end of the show where they mentioned this, where it was like a single pin. You had to like protect your pin or whatever too. So. I feel like that's a common other wrinkle is like it's not there's also, you know, you have to worry about getting hit. But then you're also the ultimate part of the game is protecting your pin or pins. So that's a that's another fun add add uh, added element that can make dodgeball a little, little bit better. If anybody's going to be playing dodgeball and we're like near or touring there, please let us know because we will show us. up. We'll show up. Yeah, we'll, we'll come. We'll come through with our tether balls. We got, we'll go. we got the whole bag. Carol, Carol, thanks for calling in. Ooh, we got to get back to Memphis. That was fun. All right. Man. Next caller, Memphis. Hi, this is Jessica. I'm calling from Houston. I called to tell you my favorite and least favorite activities in PE class. So my favorite activity was when I was in high school, we had the option of going roller skating for PE class, and they would actually take us to the local um, roller skating rink. We would take the school bus and roller skate for 30 or 40 minutes and get back on and come back to the school. Um, my least favorite PE activity was called towel wrestling. So this is when I was in junior high school, and I lived in Iowa at the time, which wrestling is really popular, so this might have been an Iowa thing. I'm not sure. Um, so how you play or how you do towel wrestling is it's kind of like the live football of wrestling. Um, you're not actually wrestling the person you use a towel and the towel is kind of, it's like a hand size towel, like a kitchen towel. Um, and they make the towel kind of into a rope using tape to tape around the towel. And then one person is on one end of the towel and the other person is on the other end of the towel. And you are trying to get the towel away from the other person. And I'll tell you when. Um, when I was in sixth grade, I have very, um, distinct memories of towel wrestling because 
you know, when you're in sixth grade and um, the eighth graders were not exactly that nice to us and they had come up with a nickname for me. Um, they called me Barbie. And when we were doing towel wrestling, all the eighth grade girls would be cheering for me, you know, go Barbie, all this stuff. And um, I was just relieved that they were cheering for me to win and not against me. So thanks for listening. Bye. Towel wrestling, that is some Iowa stuff right there, Brian. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. Wow, Wait, so wow, it's wow. so towel wrestling is kinda like tug of war, but like with two yeah. people and you're holding on to like the towel? Yeah, it sounds like it's like a little towel that's like maybe like twisted, you know, to kind of form like more of like a straight thing and then taped up. So yeah, it's kind of like a yeah, like a like a like a straight towel. And then yeah, it seems like you start with uh with the tug of war now i don't know if it ends once one person has it or if then like you can like try and grab it back <laughs> so i don't know yeah it does seem like a mini uh, it sounds like it's a mini tug of war game though so i think yeah this when is we a- play houston next jessica i'm ready for like a two-hour conversation to ask you uh-huh. questions about towel wrestling all the time yes. and uh just know <laughs> that neil and i we um we wouldn't use any of the Barbie nomenclature because that's no. trademarked. We'd think of something else, but we'd definitely mm-hmm. be cheering for you. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, we definitely would want you to win, especially if you were the sixth grader, you know, and you were the kind of the underdog there. That that seems like uh, something I would cheer for. But I, I like towel wrestling as as a you know. Again, this is this is like seems like a fun kind of gym class teacher kind of thing to do too where it's like not everything is like this game you've ever heard of before or something you're used to like i like the idea of like gym teachers just like making up stuff like this or like these very like down home like type of games like oh i played this with my siblings we're doing this in gym class or something like guys you can just just do it get the tape it sounds like everything else (laughs) failed that day it was like a rain day yes like hey this was like the ninth hour of having and puzzles and friendship bracelets aren't working anymore so guys gather around towel wrestling then it becomes like tradition right we're gonna wrestle over this piece of cloth why because it's gym class let's go Neil, but, i cannot wait in. you and i have to towel wrestle this is gonna be the <laughs> next know. instagram live is just towel wrestling yeah i think like you said uh you know maybe maybe next time we're in houston we do it on stage you know just just uh Us you know, in, in honor of jessica, jessica. Yeah, yeah, I think she's the pro. She should be able to handle us. She obviously has the advantage because she's played this before. So you and I will team up on one side, and and I, I think Jessica might beat us, but you know we're going to give it our best shot. Neil, the true heart and the love around this call is around something even more magical, and mm. I've totally forgotten about it until this moment. But uh, I learned how to roller skate, four wheels on each foot, in PE class. Neil, did you do roller oh. skating? Uh, yeah, I, uh-huh. I'm trying to think. I, I do have memories of like going to roll like a roller rink, kind of like this, like sort of like a little you know leave leave school thing to go like rollerblade or roller skate. But I don't think we like ever did roller skating like in the gym. Like, oh, here's the big thing of skates. Everybody grab some and let's go. So I don't I don't really think so actually. So yeah, I feel like I roller I learned to roller skate elsewhere, but. Uh, but yeah, but you do sounds, know how to roller skate, though. I can, yeah, I can roller skate. I can rollerblade oh. a little bit better than I can ice skate, which I'm very bad at. So, <laughs> you cannot, Neil, you cannot ice skate. Yeah, yeah, it's you know, I won't fall down, but I can't chase anybody down either. Like if if you took if I if I was just standing there in skates and someone like skated by and like stole my wallet, it'd be gone. It'd be gone. I wouldn't. I would never. I would never follow them because I would never catch them. I love roller skating but even more than roller skating i like watching roller skaters and Mm. on 
on I think my favorite thing to see on TikTok these days is roller skaters because like people will film themselves roller skating or they'll film other people and I like it's like usually like an older crew of people that like meet up and go to a, like they meet up to roller skate and they like move as a pack like they're like moving <laughs> like birds in the air right they're like doing their crossover at the same time it's it's kind of uh it's rhythmic it's very zen you kind of like are watching them you're like hearing this like beat as they're like moving like waves in the ocean like together it's so wild it's always like this check out this crew neil i'll send you a couple when i find them i'm always looking up roller skating on tiktok it's wild that's cool some some formations some flying v's some interesting Let's stuff like very uh it's very um you know we've, we've played we've been lucky enough to play some like roller derby half times and i feel like it's kind of like that vibe where it's like as a team they can like do all these things and they're very in sync and they never like you know purposely bump into each other and stuff like that so that's uh yeah, that sounds nice. Um, very nice. Thank you, Jessica, for the call. We got one more here. Let's see what it is. As a youth who was constantly twisting ankles, spraining ankles, um, having trouble breathing due to asthma, uh, allergic to grass, and uh, with a hip mal misalignment, um, my favorite thing about PE class was getting out of it. They didn't always believe what was going on for me. And so having to get notes from doctors and stuff and then being able to be like, haha, I don't have to do this. Um, interestingly enough, one of my favorite things was dodgeball because I have a good shot. Um, but yeah, my name's Logan and, uh, I grew up in Kamloops, BC in Canada. Thanks. All right, Logan, all the way from Kamloops or wherever he is now. Grew up in uh, grew up in Kamloops, BC, Canada. But How I come feel- more people can't be innovative with their city or township names like Kamloops? Right? That's a great one. That's one of the best ones. That's one of the best names for for a town ever. Kamloops. We're from Kamloops. Yes, you are. But wow. I felt like this is a good one to go out on because you know not everybody loves gym class, Brian. Sometimes. Sometimes it's just not your thing, you know, and uh, you're, you're you're kind of you're dreading it, or you're you you never have a good time. So you know, sometimes you got to get out of gym class any way you can. So I like this, you know, kind of different call here about uh, you know, kind of the other side of the coin here as far as gym class goes. It's not for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I work with uh, forever because of my sister. I work with kids with arth- juvenile arthritis and autoimmune diseases things like that with the camp I work at. And sometimes their PE teacher, their gym teacher is sometimes their like worst nemesis because they get a flare, they get something. It seems so random, right? It seems Mm -hmm. like, oh, I just don't want to do this today. I can't participate when it's like they have something going on, right? Just like Logan, like twisting ankles. But even that, asthmatic, it's just like you had a flare. But even that, allergic to grass, I had a a camper that told me on day one when I was like, a counselor a long time ago was like, I'm allergic to grass. And I was like, why are you at this camp? Like it is all grass. I don't, I don't see a note from anybody. I don't, this isn't on your chart. This is nothing. And I think I like, I was one of those people that was like, you're just saying this cause you don't want to do this. But then I learned later, like this kid was allergic to grass. Like it would get like a, a rash, things like that to grass. And I was like, come on, you're not setting this kid up for success. It's a real thing. So, it is. It is tough. It is tough sometimes to 
have that work with your schedule. But yep, yep, that's how it is, and you just gotta you gotta deal with it because it's school, and you gotta do at least some of it. But uh, yeah, believe believe the kids who are uh, you know trying to get out of class. They're, they're probably they're probably not faking it. Probably. But yeah, that's they don't hard. want to. They don't want to sit on the side and like be the outlier, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's never fun. But Logan, uh, we're here for you. We're here for you. And we're glad you like dodgeball. A good shot. A good shot. Sidearm, Neil. You throw a sidearm dodgeball. You go over. No, no. Shoulder. I would. I, I've never learned that. But yeah, I just go right over the top. You know, just just throwing it straight down there. But uh, yeah, it's like it's good. It's good. At least Logan knows that he has, you know, some some skills as far as the athletics go. So you know, he got that arm right there. It's okay. Sometimes you know, not, no one can be good at everything. You know, but at least Logan's good at throwing a dodgeball at other people. All right, that does it for our calls. Oh, my goodness, we had a lot of calls there. Thanks, everybody, for calling back. And, hey, if you didn't hear your call, well, you will at the end of this episode. After we say goodbye, we'll put in all the rest of the calls. And, uh, yeah, so you'll be able to hear yourself on there. We really appreciate everybody calling in. But, uh, Brian, we got uh, our next episode coming up here in two weeks. We're going to open it up. We're going we're going back to the mailbag format, okay? So, uh no uh, no specific prompt for the next episode of Banter Buddies. You can just ask Brian and I whatever you want. It can be about the band. It can be about our lives. It can be about dodgeball. You just got to call us, 612-424-0036. Leave a voicemail. And, uh, yeah, that's that's how you get on our show. That's, that, that's, that's the way to success here at Banter Buddies. Call in. Give us some questions. Give us some wild ones we've never gotten before. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. If you really want to make it on this show, don't ask us how we started the band, okay? That won't work, all right? That's on the Wikipedia page. That's we have a Wikipedia page. We get. It hasn't been updated in a while, but I think it's still there. Maybe we should uh, Maybe we should update it. I don't know how that I don't works. think people can. Yeah, only the robots can. I don't think only people. We just need, like, Travis you, the listener. to do it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, mailbag for next time. Whatever you want. Keep it weird, and you can be on the show. 612-424-0036. Moving on to the rest of this show, Brian. Time for recommendations. All righty. As we mentioned before, uh, you know, Travis, he uh, he asked us to uh, recommend some podcasts. And even before I saw Travis's call, that was going to be what I recommended and um, I really love this show from Slate, from uh, from Slate.com. Uh, they do a lot of great podcasts, but uh, one of my favorites is called Decoder Ring. Uh, their tagline is Cracking Cultural Mysteries. And um, it's, uh, it's hosted by someone named Willa Paskin. And uh, the log line is, in each episode, host Willa Paskin takes a cultural question, object, or habit, examines its history, and figures out what it means and why it matters so each episode uh, is just some, about something totally different and kind of tells you the, the history about it. Um, and uh, it's, it's some interesting uh, stuff all over the place. It's kind of been going on. They just started their second season, which is kind of why it's uh, popping back up. They, had, uh, they did a season uh, in, in 2020, and uh, they're back for another one. I first got introduced to the show because they did an episode about Chuck, the history of Chuck E. Cheese, which I thought was uh, really fun. Um, they also have their shows about uh, Rebecca Black's Friday, uh, the rise of the Karen, um, uh, something called uh, uh, the the the, the uh, invention of hydration. That's one of the new ones. It's called the invention of hydration. I'd recommend that one. Kind of why we why we drink so much water, especially you here sent in the that States. to me now. 
yeah, that one's really good. And uh, yeah, they've they've put out a number of them here in, in 2021 as well. So each episode's about a different thing, and it's really cool because it might be something you didn't know about, or maybe um, something you knew about but didn't know like why it was popular. Uh, one of these, one of the ones that came out just recently is called "Who Killed the Segway." So I don't know, I don't know why you don't see segways around. I gotta listen to that one and find out. So it's really cool. They're all like kind of short, you know, 30, 30, 40 minutes. Nothing, nothing too, nothing crazy long like this show. Um, so check out Dakota Ring over. Oh, Neil, there's an episode called Unicorn Poop. (laughs) I got to get to that one. I haven't heard that one yet. Unicorn Poop. How did excrement get cute? (laughs) Yeah, ice cream truck. And then one about Bart Simpson mania. Oh, I heard that one too. That's really good because they talk about like the bootleg Bart like t-shirts and stuff like that. People like bootlegging Bart Simpson stuff. Yeah, Bart Simpson mania is another good one. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is another good one. We'll we'll link to the show. Oh, there's a baby shark one. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. There's one called Clown Panic. Oh, no. <laughs> don't listen to it, Ryan. You don't have to. It's okay. That scare me. But yeah, check out Dakota Ring wherever you get your podcasts and uh, in our show notes. Brian, what do you recommend in this episode of Banter Buddies? What you got for the people? I'm going to recommend a tool that's Ooh. been very helpful in my life. I got it as a gift from my sister-in-law, Sophie. And I think Andy gave it to me. Sophie and Andy gave it to me as a combination mm-hmm. gift. But it is a spiral compost aerator. Okay, Mm. and Neil, you know, as being around me, I've talked about this thing a lot, and I've also gifted it to a lot of people that have said they're interested in composting. Wow! So, what it does is, so normally, if you're gonna like flip, stir up your compost, your bin, your pile, whatever, you're gonna use a shovel or a pitchfork or something like that. But it's in like an up and down tube, and what this thing is kind of like it's a little corkscrew on the bottom, and then it's straight up and down. At first, it was just like a New Zealand company that was selling these and now Mm. i guess they're kind of selling them at home depot and lowe's and amazon things like that but it's a little corkscrew at the very bottom and then a straight line to come up to like a top thing but it twists all the way down it grabs like a you know like a giant mason jar full of compost at the bottom brings it up you pull it up to the top you shake it out and that's just basically you don't have to flip your compost you're like getting chunks out of the bottom bringing it up to the top and it sets down it's it's simple it's wonderful i kind of was laughing at it when i got it as a gift and now i can't stop using it can't stop talking about it so you know there's a lot of different versions there's not like a full on name for it there's the tumbleweed compost spinner or something like that but a little corkscrew at the bottom orange handle at the top that's what I got. All right. Man. The spiral compost aerator. Aerator, right? Aerator. Spiral compost <laughs> aerator. It, yeah. uh, it's a dream. It's a dream. Give it a That's shot. That's great. I mean, we all know of Brian's love of composting and gardening and all things, uh, you know, uh, yard-based uh, plants. You know, we, Brian's got it all going on, but this is great. This is a tool to just make things easier. You don't have to flip it, you know? It's just a cool tool you get to use to mix up all your... All your compost, all the worms in there, get to find a new new spot, right, to, to live because it's all mixed up. That's uh, that's smart, and Brian's helping you with the tools, people. So uh, get with it. The spiral compost aerator. We'll link in show notes to a uh, place you can buy one of those spiral compost aerators. Check it out. Very Neil, nice, it's, Brian. It's Raspberry Days in Hopkins right now. Ooh, happy and, Raspberry um, Days to you. And so there's a lot of traffic in front of my house. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, these two guys are walking by with their dogs, and they let their dogs pee on my curbside gardens. Mm, yeah, 
You What's mean like right there now? in the garden? I mean, yeah, I think I've told you this, but you know that there's some of that going on in this neighborhood as well. And there's a couple people who just put little tiny signs, "Don't pee here." So why do I, I have gotta, to do that though? It's, it's I'm asking you as a dog owner. Like, there's I have two trees. Like, stay away from the gardens. Like, what? What's the point? What are you doing? Yeah, I, I, I kind of get it, but uh, I would never let my dog Josie straight up pee in in straight up a garden. But, you know, sort of maybe right next to a garden, I probably wouldn't be paying too much attention to it. But, yeah, it seems weird to, yeah, if you see, like, plants and, like, or vegetables or something like that, to be like, oh, yeah, go ahead, just just put your paws right in that dirt and go. Um, thankfully, she never really goes for that kind of thing. But, yeah, so, yeah, there's definitely a little bit of just casual go wherever. It's not a big deal. It's just pee or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's, they gotta, you got to be thinking more. You got to be looking up for your dogs. Make sure they don't pee in people's gardens, especially because there's probably just little grasses a little bit further, right? So just pull the dog over just five feet over and make him go right, right in the sod instead right that's, that's i think this guy see. knew who i was and he didn't like our music and so therefore he did it on purpose he it was a targeted attack yeah right on all the radish i mean well, come on and the thing is it's probably a neighbor yeah who um you know heard us playing so many shows in your garage over the over the pandemic and um you know just had to get you back for that one so i think this guy knows that fault. i'm bad at sit and reach too cuz yep, he kind of yep, winked yep, at yep. me and he goes i know that you can't go past you know the line that's yeah. what he said to me he yelled it into me into my yard yeah gym class is uh is important it will come back uh to bite you if you don't uh, do well on those things everybody so uh practice your sit and reach otherwise bad things will happen to you as an adult all right onward to the game let's play would you rather all right the the concept is simple it's right there in the name would you rather either or everybody at home think about these incredible uh, questions and ponder them with us Brian, would you rather, number one, would you rather live underwater or in outer space? Now, for me, I'm thinking of this. This is inspired by an attraction at, Disney, at uh, Epcot called Horizons, where they, uh, you know, where they, they imagine these kind of future livings. And they also have another one that's like the desert. Now, I'm not just saying you're floating in the water or that you can like breathe in the water and you're like walking around. I'm saying there's like a bubble like city under the water, right? You get to like live in a in a normal like house but it's an underwater setting okay and that's the same for outer space but you know so it's futuristic it's uh it's, you're not just standing on the moon you are you know you're in a you're in a proper sort of living habitat in one of those places what which one would you rather live in you want to go down to the depths of the ocean or do you want to go out into outer space like uh like richard branson did recently i'm going i'm going underwater definitely underwater, underwater. Uh, watching uh, Pixar's Luca, that looks so fun. Now, I do not want to go into the deep depths of the mm-hmm. ocean. Like, I want to go somewhere casual. I want a coral reef, maybe a nice bay, maybe a mm-hmm. sandbar, things like that. I don't want to go deep down because you know how I can't handle any scary, spooky stuff. Some of those, I've watched some of those shows, some of those creatures down there, they're wild. And there's stuff we don't know about down there. I know it. It's true. Ye- yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I'm going to go underwater as well. You said it multiple times on this show, but I'm a water guy. I can swim. I like to swim, you know. So even, you know, even though we'll be in the bubble city or whatever, like there's probably a lot of swimming going on as well. So I feel more comfortable in the water. Outer space is so mysterious and uh feels like even farther away from home potentially. So I feel like if you're underwater, 
um, yeah, like you're saying, you wouldn't be all the way down where you can't even see anything. You'd be uh, it'd be a lovely, uh, you know, sort of coral ocean scene with uh, beautiful creatures in there. So Bubble hey. City, that's like where Jar Jar lives. Yes, it's like Jar Jar Binks in uh, Naboo or whatever that is down in the in the in the water. So yeah, okay. So we're both in agreement there for underwater. All right, cool. Number two, uh, would you rather eat dog food for one day or poop in the yard for one day? So this is uh, getting into the mindset of a hound dog. Um, poop in the yard, of course, not poop in the garden, just the yard, um, and just in the grass there. So what would it be? Would you would you rather you know eat some eat some of that kibble, and that's what you get to eat, or if you had to go to the bathroom, you have to go in the backyard? What what do you think about that one, Brian? I'll go first. You went first on the other one. I'll go first here. Uh, I think I'd rather poop in the yard. Um, that seems. That seems doable, you know. I think people do that all the time, whether they're camping and, uh, you know, or just sort of, you know, getting. Or maybe you're just like, hey, I gotta go, and there's no rest stop in, in my for a long time. I'm just gonna pull over and poop. Um, it happens. It happens to the best of us. So I feel like I'd be easier to adapt to that. You know, just go in there, pop a squat. Um, you know, no doubt. Control. But do you bring your own toilet paper? Um, I mean, I guess you could. That's not listed in this. In this, would you rather? You could bring your own, but also even if you didn't have it, I feel like there's enough. There's enough nature to kind of get that done, whether that be leaves or what, what have you. It wouldn't be pleasant, but that that actually be the hardest part of it, right? Finding something to wipe with. Hopefully, you had some toilet paper right there with you. But dog food, just you know, I feel like it wouldn't satisfy me, even if I could get past the the the, the taste of it. I feel like I'd have to eat a lot to not be hungry. So that just seems like a, a much more troubling day than having to poop in the yard. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going yard. I love being in the great outdoors yeah. anywhere. Anyway, just it's just good to be outside. You know, that's what I like. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, you get to get out there and just do your business out there, and hopefully, no one bothers you. So that's cool. All right, number three. Would you rather be three feet tall or seven feet tall? Three feet tall or seven feet tall? You know, we we said in the show we're six four, so we're kind of close to seven. But when you're seven feet tall. Uh, you know, there, there's some issues that happen. Most doorways, I feel like, are under seven feet, so you'd have a lot of ducking to do. Seven feet is really, really a, a problem, I, I, you know, I think, like airplanes and stuff, but being three feet tall probably also has its own set of, of issues. What do you think, Brian? Would you rather be three feet tall or seven feet tall? Which one? Oh, um, I would love, I think uh, being three feet tall would be, uh, I, I wouldn't say fun because I think uh, he, human life is difficult at any height, but uh, it'd be a new perspective. Yeah, and um, comes with all its own challenges. But yep, I'm going. I'm picking three feet tall. That'd be yeah. That's uh, that'd be a change up that I'm going for. That's certainly the most different from us, right? Just being seven feet tall, that's you know, that's like an extra eight inches for us, so that's not too much. But I'll, I'll actually go with the seven feet tall. I would be troubling on planes. We already have a hard time on planes. We, we try to book the exit aisle if we can. Um, you know, being six four, it's not it's not too bad. There's not too many places where I hit my head, where we hit our heads or have to duck or whatever. But seven feet tall, even though it would be a problem for some ways, I have to get an extra big bed, all that stuff. But I'm a basketball player, and I would love to be the seven-foot-tall person on the floor. Um, I feel like I would be a lot better if I was seven feet tall. I could probably dunk, all that stuff. So for for basketball and, uh, you know, for uh, it's probably almost exclusively that, I'll take being seven feet tall. I'll be even more of a giant. I've already lived this long being a big person, so let's keep it going. I'll, I'll be tall. It's all good. 
Um, all right, last one here. Number four, uh, would you rather get stung by a bee or hold a snake? Ooh, stung by a bee, like a short-term pain, or hold a snake. I don't know. Maybe maybe people like snakes. I guess it depends on how you feel stung about these by two a bee. creatures. Give me the sting. Give you me. want to get the sting? You don't want any part of the holding the snake even Give for like a minute? Give me a sting a, a, a and an EpiPen. Let's go. <laughs> Epi me. Yeah, I think I'll go with you. I, I don't have too many experiences of getting stung. I don't think I've really ever really been stung. Maybe once and it kind of was like a little one or something. But um, I just am out on snakes. I don't love reptiles in general. Even if they're just like small, I, I really don't. And especially I don't really want to touch them. I can be around them or in like the zoo or whatever. That's different. But man, you're going to put this snake on me. Like, you're going to put it in my arms. It's going to be like, even if it doesn't do anything weird, even if it doesn't look at me, it's going to be slithering. And that is that is going to give me the heebie-jeebs. So uh, I'll take the short term, stung by a bee, and then I'm out. So we're in agreement there, Brian. Do you, do you, you dislike snakes too, right? Right? No, I, I think I my mom does not like snakes. Like, you can't even say the word snake, you know? <laughs> Right. You say the word snake, it's like, yeah. But I think I've been learning, especially from all the animal shows that I've been watching lately. Um, I enjoy snakes. I understand snakes, especially watch this jungle animal rescue. And there's this person on there that like is like very calm and can handle snakes. So I get it that we are just overblown on our fear of snakes. But if I have a choice. I just I just like being close to the bees, so just give me a little sting, you know. Absolutely. All right, there you go. Would you rather? Hopefully, you had fun playing that alongside us there, and you learned a little bit more about us being not fans of snakes too much, you know. Get, keep, keep them away from us, if you will, if you bring a Snakies. snake to the Cuckoo Kangaroo Show. All right, one last segment. It's called New with Coo. This is where we tell you what we've been up to recently, both in our personal lives and in the band. Oh my gosh, Brian, we just returned from scorching hot Las Vegas, Nevada. Did you have a good time in Las Vegas? Uh, this trip, due to circumstances, I did have a good time. Vegas is not my <laughs> cup of tea. Right. It's all good. Just not my thing. But uh, we had a great time, Neil. Can I tell people what we did? Please, please, let's get into it. We had a fantastic time in we, Las Vegas. We met uh, we met Matthew, and we met Allison Wampa Stampa. And uh, what did we say? What did Allison say her new handle's going to be? Like uh, um, I forget something about I'll, a cat. I'll fight you or something, or like yeah, cat lover four four two. Yeah, they they have uh, hairless cats over All right, here. So, so yeah, Wampa Wampa has been making videos. Uh, with us via the internet, and uh, they decided they've never seen our show. Actually, they've been Wampa has been around. He he donated to the Critters album Kickstarter, so he's been he's been a Koo fan for a long. time. That was like time. ten years ago. That was like ten nine years ago. <laughs> yeah, uh, but Wampa's been making a lot of our videos. Um, if you look at who makes each video, Wampa's um, illustrations and art are iconic. And uh, we got to meet both of them, and we had a, a lovely time. And we went to Meow, the new Meow Wolf experience together. What's it called? Omega Ooh, Mart or Omega, Omega Mart? Mart? Omega Mart in uh, in Las Vegas. It's off the Strip at a big facility called Area 15, which has a number of interactive and kind of fun experiences in there. And uh, yeah, the Ome Meow Wolf Omega Mart, their latest installation, is there. 
And we've been waiting to go to this place for a long, long time. They were they were supposed to open like you know last spring, but then you know worldwide pandemic hit, so uh, you know they had to postpone it. But they're open now, and it was it was quite the experience. We we were lucky enough to have uh, experienced the Santa Fe um, House of Eternal something or whatever. Um, uh, exhibit and uh, this is this was taking it to the next level. You know we won't spoil too much here, but yeah, it's a it's a grocery store theme and uh, you know, but this grocery store is not what you uh, not what you would expect, but it certainly is authentic and man, they go so far with it and it is uh, it is certainly very impressive, easily the most impressive thing they've ever done. And uh, we love the Meow Wolf uh, experience, no matter what they do. And it's just cool to see them keeping it going and getting bigger and better. I, I, I can't say anything or it'll reveal too much. I know. Just go check it out next time you're you're in the West. Make a trip. You could go specifically for this. It's that good. Um, and check out Meow Wolf. Yeah, it's a it's an interactive kind of art exhibit. If you don't know any better, just go check out their website and you'll get more of a vibe of <laughs> kind of what it is. But yeah, we had to do that with Matthew and, and Allison. That was that was really fun to do. And uh, it was a great time in Las Basically, Vegas. Basically, just go hang out with people that make you happy. It's worth your time. So. There you go. There you go. And we also played a show at the library. That was lovely. They had a beautiful, you know, usually when we you hear, oh, we're playing a show at the library, it's like, yeah, we're playing amongst the books. No, this place had its had like a performing arts center vibe like theater. I mean, it's right Vegas. You got to have uplighting, you know. You got to so. go big. Yep. You got to have theaters. Um, plus it's hot as heck all the time. So it's hard to play outside. Although we've played like three outdoor shows in Vegas over the years somehow. Just on so, the blacktop. Yeah. No big deal. No big deal. Yeah. But we did a little indoor show. That was really fun. Hopefully we can come back to the windmill library there in Vegas. That was cool. So Vegas was great. Um, and then, uh, we also have been shooting some live videos around town locally here, mostly in Hopkins. And uh, well, those will be coming out eventually, but you know we've been uh, you know shooting some things. We're kind of again playing shows every now and then, but we still have lots of time at home, so we're trying to play some of our new songs off Slow Clap in some uh, different kinds of locations. So those videos will be coming soon, maybe coming up in August, and uh, we'll get those out, and uh, you'll you'll be able to see what we did. But you heard it here, you know. If you're listening to this show, you're a super fan, so you get to. You know, get a little sneak peek to hear about uh, you know what we're up to next and uh, some of those live shows and what we're doing. Sneak peek. Okay, then we're we are playing some actual live shows now. Yeah. If, if I think I I knew this was going to happen, we announce one live show and people are like, "Why aren't you playing five minutes from me?" And it's like mm-hmm, these are just mm-hmm. scheduled one-offy shows. We will be doing a tour of the United States and beyond, but hold tight. That's just going to take a little bit. But yes. we're announcing some new ones beyond what we've done before. So we have a, we have a show in, a big show in Wichita coming up. That's in October. We're announcing a St. Paul show in Mears Park um, through the city that's happening on a Sunday on, I think that's like August 8th. Yep. We're playing, we're going to be playing um, in Minneapolis at the Basilica Block Party, but we're also playing a family show at the Walker Art Museum on the 4th. We're playing the Down Syndrome Walk Um in St. Paul in September. We're doing all kinds of stuff. But uh, next thing's coming up, playing back in South Dakota, Neil. We're going Watertown. Then we're going up to North Dakota. We're playing Fargo, West Fargo. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go to the Dakotas. Let's go out there. And then we're doing Ohio. So if you're in the Ohio area, we're playing in Findlay. It's kind of in between, like, 
four big cities if you're ready for a little drive on a weekend. So Come on down to Findlay, everybody. It'll Come be, on down. It'll be great. So yeah, we got we got some real shows coming up. We got some uh, we got some shows. We got on, some fake shows on video. Yeah, so those are fake. Um, so yeah, you'll be able to see all of that stuff coming soon, you guys. And hopefully, we'll be at a town near you eventually. But yes, that does it for our program today, Banter Buddies. How do we do? Do we keep it under forty-five minutes, Neil? No, no, we failed again. We failed again. Uh, we almost we doubled that up. So whatever, you know, we failed spectacularly. That's how you do. I gotta do it though. But that's okay. We had a good time. We talked about gym class stuff. We, uh, you know, it's 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 it's, it's all good. Neil, so, we should uh, do something like office hours where we do like a marathon one. Let's do mm. like a a twelve-hour Banter Buddies. Okay, yeah. You listeners, let us know if you want the show to be longer. If you want us to do a one-time, uh, you know, twelve-hour show, let us know. Because if we get enough people that say they want it, then we have to do it. That's how this works. It has to yeah. be live. Yeah. But, but yeah, please give us a call for our next show: six one two four two four zero zero three six. Mailbag. Say whatever you want. Fill them up us with question. some weird questions. Yeah, get get freaky with it. Thanks to Neil Z for making our music, our little transitions, all that stuff. Shout out to Z. And, of course, Matthew, a.k.a. Wampa Stampa, who we now know what his face looks like. And we didn't know for a long time. And, uh, man, he's a beautiful dude. He's tall, too. He's got it all. He's got it all going on. So, uh fantastic he uh he makes the artwork for every episode you'll see that on the social media stuff Neil, but yeah thanks for uh, fun talking to you oh so fun to talk about gym class and um i can't wait to uh, for you to teach me square dancing and line dancing oh That's, my uh, god we gotta find a spot i think they've all closed down we gotta find a joint yeah we gotta go in public and do that and uh don't worry we'll make sure to record it for the podcast listeners but yeah, we'll talk to everybody uh, next time for the next episode of Banter Buddies. Brian, it was so good to talk to you. Bye, Brian. Bye, Neil. Hi, I'm Wendy Quinn from Fort Wayne, Indiana. My favorite gym activity was the parachute, and my least favorite gym activity was pull-ups. Thank you. Hi, my name is Annabelle, and I'm from... Um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and my favorite thing to do in gym class is dodgeball with bowling pins. We throw the dodgeball, the, you know the um, dodgeball that you use in gym? Um, you throw them and then you, there's, um, two teams. Your, my gym teacher or any gym teacher picks um says one two there's a side one and a side two and with what you do with the bowling pins is you so try to throw the ball at them and one of the rules with the pins and balls are no puppy guarding my least favorite thing in gym is then you have to do games outside on hot days it's so hot. I don't want to get super sweaty. Okay. Bye. Hey, this is Carrie Culpepper from Shreveport, Louisiana. And my uh, favorite was the parachute. 
absolutely loved it. I also taught gym a couple of years ago and loved doing it from the teacher side too. Um, the kids adored it. Least favorite pull up bar, no question. It was terrible. Thanks for all y'all do. Love y'all. Bye. Hey Cuckoo, this is Kristen from Wrangle. I uh I was a huge fan of PE growing up, so I really I rattled my brain and could not think of an activity I didn't like. But I had two activities that came to mind in elementary school, um, one in elementary school and one in upper level high school. Um and I I have to share. So my PE teacher had this kind of this game that he played where we did boys versus girls and he had these milk jug lids that people would bring in and he would paint one side of them and leave one side unpainted. And so he'd throw like tons all over the gym floor and girls would try to go around the room around the gym and turn the painted side up and boys would try to turn the unpainted side up. And then he'd set a timer. So like, at the end of the time, we'd go through and count how many milk jug lids were unpainted and painted to see who won. And it was always so much fun, um, just some healthy competition. And then when I was in middle and high school, I was actually on a jump rope team. So I always um, really loved when we got to gym class and they did like a free day, I would always go straight to the jump ropes. Um, and try to involve my friends in like double dutch or whatever. And so my jump rope team, we traveled all over the state of North Carolina, which is where I grew up. And we would like lead conventions for PE teachers with the American Heart Association. It was a lot of fun. Um, I was in incredible shape looking back. I'm like, I don't know how I did that, but, um, it was, it was a lot of fun. So jump rope, um, I, I hope that that kind of makes a comeback. I feel like it's kind of a lost sport at this point. Anyway, hope you guys are doing great. Thanks. Bye. Hi, this is Julie Stacer, and I'm from Plainfield, Illinois, and our favorite game is called pinball, and it's a dodgeball game, but we couldn't call it dodgeball, so we came up with the word pinball. It's a bowling pin that you protect, and you basically play your regular game of dodgeball. You can't cross the center line or you're out. If you catch a ball, you're out. If you get hit by a ball, you're out. And if you knock the pin down, the game is over, and that's a win. So kids loved it. We played with six to eight playground balls. You line them all up on the center line and then say go, and everybody goes and runs up and gets the ball and starts the game. It's a lot of fun. The kids love it. We play it all the time. The least favorite was square dancing. Nobody liked that, but they managed to get through it. So thank you so much. We enjoy everything you've done for us during COVID. We've used a lot of your videos in our classroom. So uh, keep it up, and thanks so much. Bye-bye. I'm old enough that my favorite was dodgeball. And my least favorite was another thing they don't do in gym class anymore, group showers. And my name is Sharon, and I live in St. Paul. (laughs) Hi, this is Erin, and I live in Moorhead. And I wanted to say that my favorite activity in gym class 
was when we would do a gymnastics unit or when we would do um, badminton or pickleball or anything with a racket. Um, I was pretty good at that, and I won the badminton tournament one year when I was, like, a sophomore in high school for our class. The thing I liked the worst was mile run day, um, and only it only got better uh, the older I got, but I just remember, especially in the elementary school, I was so slow, and and our teacher was not very patient about people taking a long time during the mile run, and so mile run day was the worst, but as I got older, it was maybe a little bit better. So that's all. We love Cuckoo Kangaroo at our house. Have a great day. Bye. My favorite activity in freshman gym class was Sweating to the Oldies with Richard Simmons. Our teacher would throw on the video a few times a week for a few weeks. My least favorite was partner stunts because the girl that I was paired with, she was about 89 pounds and I was about 92, and we had a hard time lifting each other for some of those. Uh, my name is Jamie Davis, and I am calling from Williamsburg, Kentucky. This is Evelyn from Tennessee and her mom, Audrey. And what was your favorite thing to do in gym class in school? Homeschool. Well, you homeschool now, but when you were in school, what did you do? Did you run? Did you throw? What was your favorite thing? Was it being with friends? Yeah. It was being with friends? Did you say that? Yeah. Is that all? <laughs> that was the way she says bye in the silly way. Bye! <laughs> bye bye. Hi there, my name is Michelle and I am calling from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and my favorite phys ed activity was square dancing and my least favorite was dodgeball. Um thank you so much. Bye bye. Hey, this is Susan, and I grew up in Kansas in a very small town, and one of my favorite things to do was in ninth grade, we had a city pool, and for the first month of school, when it was really hot, we actually had gym class at the pool, and that was pretty cool. My least favorite thing was Colgate, and this was also the basketball coach. He would have to run back and forth across the gym six times and then do an exercise all in under a minute. And if somebody didn't make it, he kept adding minutes to the actual Colgate. So you could get up to 12 minutes. So everyone had to do their best performance just to make it. 